0: Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Taz, Jim, Devin Peacock is with us. Dev wanted to uh, get an update on that announcement yesterday they were making about the transit system here in London, Ontario. How did it go?
1: It went as we uh, said it was going to happen yesterday on the news on this radio station. Uh, The province came in and approved all 10 uh, transit projects that the city submitted to the province. So this includes uh, the downtown loop, the South Lake and the East Lake for BRT, plus a lot of other things, including, hopefully, uh, smart traffic signals. We'll see if uh, they're as smart as they're made up to be, but uh, supposedly that would make for an easier drive around the city. Would that be the lights are timed and stuff, so the flow
0: of traffic is controlled by the lights a little bit better? (laughs) I love it.
1: So that was all approved by the province, and now the whole process goes to the federal government. They have to approve all this sort of stuff, and then once the feds approve it, we get our money, and we can start doing all this stuff. <laughs> Again, we uh, we want our transit to be
0: rapid, but the process <laughs> to make it happen sure as heck isn't. Well, this obviously was a uh, hot topic over at City Hall last night, and I noticed something very interesting. It's it's good to have a mayor who will go above and beyond for the best interest of the city he's representing. And I think we have that in in Ed Holder, based on this question that was presented to the mayor last night during the uh, city council meeting,
2: Mayor Holder, will you be tapping our local MPs, uh, Peter fregascados and Kate Young, to, to get them to rally behind this plan then and push it forward with the federal government? Thank you for that question. Anyone knows me taps, I I'll tap anyone that's breathing if it helps move the projects forward. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? <laughs> oh, you heard him. Uh, I'll tap anyone that's breathing if it helps move the projects forward.
3: <laughs> oh my God! Do you
0: think Ed Holder knows what uh, "I'll tap anyone that's breathing" uh, means? If you Google it or look it up on Urban Dictionary,
1: probably not. Tap it
0: in. Give it a little tappy, tap 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 a <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ed Holder now needs a needs a new entrance song when he uh, comes into these city council meetings. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise for the honorable Mayor of London, Ed Holder.
4: Uh-oh!
0: He will tap anything that's breathing as long as it's best for the city of London.
3: <laughs> What's he holding on to? That ass. Oh yeah. Mm.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'll tap anyone that's breathing If it helps move the projects forward (laughs) Uh, I'll tap anyone that's breathing If it helps move the projects forward Now be
0: careful, Mayor Holder You're, uh predecessor.
2: Tried that and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hey-oh.
0: It didn't end up so well for you. (laughs) Uh,
2: I'll tap anyone that's breathing if it helps move the projects forward.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's good news, although I think we are going to have to dip into the surplus uh, budget for uh, all the Viagra Ed's going to (laughs) need to get the job done here, right? (laughs) At least he
3: said anyone who's breathing. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Or else he'd be dead holder. (laughs)
0: I find if you have to specify that though, (laughs) then it makes it a little bit creepy. Why is it on your mind? Yeah, why? Of
2: course they're going to be breathing, Ed. What do you. (laughs) (laughs) Good for him. (laughs)
3: Good for him. Good for him. Uh,
2: I'll tap anyone that's breathing if it helps move the projects forward. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap taparoo. I want to see you, Peacock. It's time for sports. Devin
0: Peacock. peacock, Let's uh, uh, run down some of the inductees into the Hockey Hall of Fame here.
1: Yeah, so there were some interesting choices uh, made by the Hockey Hall of Fame yesterday. Haley Wickenheiser got in. Uh, To me, of all the people on about the list, she's the only one that's like a no-brainer to go in. You look at her contribution to uh, hockey in this country, to women's hockey. She played in the men's league. She was like... She broke a lot of barriers she deserves to be in. But then you've got Guy Carboneau, who retired in 2003, and it took 16 years for him suddenly to be a Hall of Famer. All right. Uh, Sergei Zubov, who played about 16, 17 years in the NHL, never once won a Norris Trophy. He's a Hall of Famer. All right. Vaclav Nedomansky, whose claim to fame is, uh, I guess, he's the only, he, he was the first person to defect from uh, communist Russia. Okay, that's uh, kind of cool. Yeah, but you know, congratulations. You know,
3: it's a historical importance. Was he of good sorts. at Was
1: he good at hockey? <laughs> like, tell me if anyone's ever heard of Vaclav Nedomansky. His family has. But
3: if you go to the Hockey Hall of Fame, it, that would be an interesting story to yeah, see on the wall. Totally. As opposed to Zubov. You know? because, yeah, so because of look, at the, look at like, the you know. Russian
1: players that came after him. Yeah. yeah, Broke a glass ceiling. Well, thanks, Vaclav. <laughs> uh, you got uh, Jim Rutherford, who's uh, won some Stanley Cups with uh, the Penguins and, and the, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Okay. And then Jerry York, who's the uh, coach of Boston College. I... You, there's no one else available. Like Daniel Alfredson had over a thousand points. Like this guy's just sitting around waiting for his call. Like Daniel Alfredson's not more uh, deserving than Guy Carboneau? And yesterday you said Le Cavalier's Le in the Cavalier, running now. Brad Richards, a whole bunch of guys are out there that are potentially the names that you recognize. The names that people know <laughs> and watch. And Guy Carbonneau was a third liner. He didn't have a thousand points. Didn't even have three hundred goals. You say he's a defensive player. All right, great. Is Don Cherry in the Hall of Fame yet? Don Cherry's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And Put it, him in there before he drops dead. It drives me nuts. Every single year, we have these people who go in the Builders Campaign, uh, b- the Builders category that uh, people campaign for. It's, you know, Great for Jerry York, but where's Don Cherry? Like, tell me, Don someone tried to convince me Don Cherry has not had a huge impact on hockey, both in Canada and United States. You can't make it. He is a one hundred percent Hall of Famer. We should not wait for him to die before he goes into the hall. Hundred percent. Unless he has specifically requested that.
0: Maybe he's nervous. That he, like, he thinks they, they, once he gets the award, yeah, he's going to. Once they put him
3: in, then you're broke. Yeah. It's like they give you the Lifetime Achievement Award, and you're like, well, I guess my career's over. Well, I wonder if it's also like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where they have to strategically disperse the every year the, the big name players. Like Haley Wickenheiser. Or they're going to run out yeah. of star talent. Like you well, need then, one big name each year, like Haley Wickenheiser. That's the story this year.
1: If you don't have enough people to go into the hall in a given year, then have like one person, two people, or no one. Like the Hockey Hall of Fame. Shouldn't be something, or any Hall of Fame should be something where you just like put people in it just because. You put people in it because they deserve it and because the institution should be revered. Kaka! The uh, big Rolling Stones
0: show, Saturday, Burroughs Creek outside Toronto. I I wonder what it's going to be like getting in and out of there. I've rented uh, with a bunch of my buddies uh, like a limo bus, Mm -hmm. and we're heading up there. We're leaving at noon. Gates open at 2. Will we even be able to get in there by 3 or 4 or 5 o'clock? I don't know. I wonder. depends how big the floodgates are, I guess. (laughs) There's so many people going to the show. Could take a while to get in. Be patient. Rolling Stones hit the stage around 845, apparently, on Saturday. And we've got a call here. Go ahead.
4: Hey, good morning, Charles. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, not too much we just listening to the, some of the restrictions on the Rolling Stones concert. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that might be a good topic for discussion.
0: What are your thoughts?
4: My thoughts are like, what? What happened to rock and roll concerts? What, what like, part you know, of it don't you like?
0: What happened to rock and roll concerts? I can't stand for
4: four hours. I want a well, lawn chair. Rock <laughs> yeah. and roll, baby. <laughs> All right. No, just the restrictions on smoking at the Stones concerts and yeah. all that. Like,
0: Well, if you think about it, there's smoking uh, restrictions at a lot of concerts, and people just do it anyways. Yeah. yeah that's, that. that's what shoes are for. You put your yeah. joints in your shoe and you try and get them past security, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. I know. It just seems kinda of silly though that something's legal that a band can come and say, you know, you can't do that here.
0: Well, you know what's really gonna tick people off? If they tell uh sixty, seventy thousand people that they're not allowed to smoke while they're watching the Rolling Stones and then yeah. Keith Richards is just uh chain smoking chain smoking <laughs> yeah, one oh, yeah, after another yeah, yeah. on the
4: stage. Exactly. What, like, what's next? Okay, you guys can't look at us while we play. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, uh, Bob Dylan
0: already does that. He faces oh. the back wall when he performs.
4: <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was a good topic for discussion. Yeah, thanks, man. Are you going to the show? Uh, no, I will not be going. Okay. All right. I,
0: I'll Take be care. checking it out. I'll let you know how it was uh, next week after a long weekend.
4: Sounds good. Take care, guys. Have a good day.
0: Yeah, you too. You're not allowed to smoke marijuana. You're not allowed to smoke cigarettes. You can only bring in with you a clear plastic, small plastic bag or a tiny clutch purse if you're a woman. No umbrellas, no selfie sticks. What happened to rock and roll? (laughs) used to be able to bring your selfie sticks into the shows with you back in the 1960s. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday, we gave away some Gold Circle Rolling Stones tickets with Game of Stones. And the winner of the contest uh, was very excited that she's going to check out the band. Contestant number two,
4: Natalie! Ah, oh my god! Yeah! Oh my god! She's back yeah. in the mix! Ah. She
0: does. Yeah! You are going to see the Rolling Stones. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> oh, yes. You're scaring me, lady. <laughs> I can't tell you're excited. Jim, oh, yeah. did you notice? So that's the
3: sound Mick's latest wife made when she realized she got knocked up. <laughs> yeah.
4: I got my money! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. Thank
3: you. We'll see you in Burles
0: Creek on Saturday.
4: Ah, yeah. <laughs> F-96 rocks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. So uh, we also gave the other contestants Rolling Stones tickets. You can see the video of the entire competition. It's up on the FM 96 Facebook fan page. They were singing karaoke to Rolling Stones songs in front of the green screen that we have here at the radio station. And a big kudos to Will from our promotions department the backgrounds that he put behind them as they're singing are the best part of that video totally <laughs> it's like lions humping <laughs> couple like dinosaurs of, couple of mating wild animals dinosaurs yeah. an outer space like supernova thing yeah, yeah. is pretty entertaining I love a good green screen <laughs> with just random stuff popping up in the background you want to see our uh, Rolling Stones contestants and and visually check out how excited Natalie was to win She really was frightening us. (laughs) (laughs) You can check that out. FM96 Facebook fan page. Uh, Jim, the fact that we're eating from a food truck this morning uh, made me think of a a post I saw you put on your Twitter feed yesterday. Mm -hmm. You were asking the question, and I saw this, and I thought maybe it was directed at me. It says... What is the ultimate dad bod food? I'm gonna go with street meat
3: outside of Rona. Yeah. Why does that cause I look at you every day? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, is that a jab? <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a sad bod than a dad bod. Oh, <laughs> come on. I'm kidding. No, I I went to Rona to get some garden supplies and I the other day and I uh I smelt the street meat. I had to eat it, so I grabbed the food, walked around as I was. I was shopping at Rona. It was the best. Smashed it, and then I came back out, and I was like, "I'm gonna buy another one." He almost got a second. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. Back in hardware did.
0: store sausage.
3: Uh, what is the ultimate
0: dad bod food? Somebody is gonna uh, up the ante here. I'm gonna have to say, uh, I'll uh, I'll see your Rona parking lot hot dogs, and go with the Canadian Tire parking lot hot dogs in Seaforth. That's what Gerald says.
3: There's a lot of Canadian Tires that have the hot dog guy out there. Oh, they smell so good, don't they? It's a dirty
0: trick. <laughs> this is, I agree with Jeremy here. If you're talking dad bod food, what is the ultimate dad bod food? Jeremy McCall says, I'm going to say your own dinner, plus all the food your kids didn't finish when you're cleaning up their plates, followed by hitting a drive through for just a coffee and ending up ramming a Boston cream down your gullet as quickly as possible to minimize the window of shame.
3: (laughs) You don't want that donut staring back at you.
0: Right, and you don't want someone at the intersection pulling up next to you that you know. Is he eating a Boston cream donut? (laughs) Didn't he just have dinner? Baker the Freeloader guy says, I'll go with any of the Lions Club Optimist uh, fundraising burger hot dog combinations outside of a Rona Canadian Tire or in a parking lot uh, at a uh, at a gas
3: station. Yeah, another good dad bod food, fireman's breakfast or a fish fry. Yes. Yeah. So good. What's fireman's breakfast? A lot of small towns. The volunteer fire department okay. will raise money. Uh, but it's just like bacon and eggs and Yeah, stuff, yeah. Right. It's like a big community thing Not on a Sunday enough, maybe, or something like that.
0: special. <laughs> I don't want to go into a restaurant and say, I'll have the fireman's breakfast. <laughs> Extra sausage. <laughs> And we've talked about this, Jim, I know that you love this subject, uh, how when you have a discussion, Mm -hmm. you're you're sitting around, you're talking about something, for example, let's say we're talking about tents. Jim says he wants a new tent because he's going camping. Next thing you know, all these ads for tents start popping up on your phone. Yeah, because your phone's constantly listening. On your Instagram, on your Facebook, stuff like that. Well, the head of Instagram this morning was on uh, CBS talking to Gail King, and she asked him if they are listening into people's conversations, and that's how they are targeting these ads towards people. This is what he had to say.
1: There's two ways that can happen. One is dumb luck, which can happen. The second is you might be talking about something because... It's top of mind, because you've been interacting with that type of content more recently. So maybe you're really into food and restaurants. Yeah. You saw a restaurant on Facebook or on Instagram. You maybe liked the thing. It's top of mind. Maybe that's subconscious, and then it bubbles up later. I think this kind of happens often in ways that are really subtle. But we don't, we don't look at your messages. We don't listen on your microphone. Doing so would be super problematic for a lot of different reasons.
0: He's saying it's just dumb luck that these
3: ads are popping up on Instagram. Do
1: you I don't believe them?
3: It. No, i I thought it was a fact that we know and they admitted like maybe not Instagram but I think Facebook said they were listening.
0: Facebook has said that they use your your searches and stuff like that. They definitely So if you And Facebook searched, never lies. If you did a Google search for a product like a tent or if you just put it in camping location or provincial park right, or something then you might get camping supplies Uh, advertisements popping up on your Facebook, but Instagram is saying that it's just dumb luck. We had a discussion on the air a couple days ago about me potty training my son and I started getting ads for potties popping up (laughs) like children's potties in my Instagram account. So I also am very skeptical about this. I haven't been searching online for potties or anything like that. How
3: would they know that my son is potty training? De- depending on how smart the algorithms are, maybe a year ago you put like, "What's the normal body temperature for a one-year-old?" You know what I mean? A year ago, so they would know they that know around I have this time. Yeah, they know you have a toddler that would be roughly around okay, that age. But coincidentally, the the same day that we talk about potty training,
0: they're going to start advertising children's potties. Yeah, I don't on buy my it. Instagram account.
1: You feeling it, Dev? What do you think? That was a long answer uh, for a pretty simple, like, so do you record, are you listening to us? And he gave a super long answer when you could just say no. So Uh, (laughs) that's a long way to say, yeah, we are. When people are lying, they usually talk more than they need to, right? (laughs) (laughs) Also, Instagram owned by Facebook, so Facebook's listening or not listening.
3: Yeah, they're all doing they're they're making money from it. I mean the advertisers are paying for it to to reach that demographic. It's they're obviously doing it. Well, I don't of course trust they anything are they
1: say. Siri and like all the Amazon Echo, they're yeah, always listening. They're always listening. And people are still signing up.
0: And it is kind of convenient.
4: <laughs> you know, if you need a
3: tent
0: and suddenly they're telling you where to go for the best deals on tents. Yeah. Is it worth the invasion of privacy? No. <laughs> Fireworks! Rolling stone song. stone Fireworks or Rolling Stone song is the game. Trudy, you are our contestant. Good morning. Woohoo!
4: great.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Jim is going <laughs> to give you a name. It's either a, a firework that you can purchase... Or it is the title of a Rolling Stone song that has been performed on one of their albums, okay?: OK? You guess which is which. If you do it enough times, you are going to be a winner this morning.: Great,
3: I'll try.: Jim, what is the first firework or Rolling Stone song? Moonlight Mile. Moonlight Mile. Is that a firework or a Rolling Stone song? I say Rolling Stone? You are
0: correct. Huh? One down, that's all we got. I was kind of liking that jam. <laughs> that was six seconds,
3: Taz. Okay, Moonlight Mile is Rolling Stone song. Next up, Snakes in the Grass Rolling Stone song or fireworks? Snakes in the Grass.
4: Oh, uh, let's go with
3: fireworks. You are correct as well. These are the ones that appear to worm their way out of the pits of hell, growing and expanding and twisting in black satanic deformity. Nine ninety
0: nine. That sounds like a deal. All those little—they're like the worms that grow. Yeah, yeah. Snakes from hell. (laughs) Those coils.
3: How about this number three here? Morning glory. Is that a firework or a sex move?
0: No, or a Rolling (laughs) Stones song. Okay, it's a sex move. Yeah, yeah. It's a sex move, too. (laughs) To be honest, though. It's
3: all three. Every Rolling Stones song is a sex move to me. You put that on, (laughs) you're good. Got the
4: moves, Jim. Okay, is it Um, a Rolling
3: Stones song or a firework?
4: I'm going to say it's a firework.
3: You are correct. Hey. An American classic. And still the leading way for parents to willfully put fire in their hands of their three-year-olds $7.99 A little TNA Is that a firework or a Rolling Stones song? Little TNA Rolling Stones she my little rock and
4: roll ass uh-huh. so, nice, so baby
3: is it, was I right? Yes. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. You guys didn't say anything.
4: You're freaking me out
3: here. Okay, <laughs> is finally. This, it? this yeah. is for the win here Tallahassee Lassie. Tallahassee Lassie. Ooh. Firework or Rolling Stone song? Fireworks. Incorrect.
0: But hold on a second. Let me count it in my head. She got one. Two. four.
3: Three. You got three out of five? I think she four got four. I five. think she got four.
1: Out right. five. Four. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Just well, you're one. still going.
1: You won. Oh, you're going to see the Rolling Stones, Trudy. Yes. yes!
0: And you got some fireworks from Bob's Fireworks, too. Maybe you can get some of those snakes from hell.
4: <laughs> wow. Just remember,
0: and this is, this is for real, On the list of things you're not allowed to bring into the Rolling Stones concert, fireworks is on there right next to selfie sticks, okay?
4: (laughs) Oh, imagine that. (laughs) So leave
0: your fireworks at home, save them for Canada Day, but on Saturday you're going to be in Burles Creek, Ontario with one of the greatest rock bands of all time. That's the Taz Show podcast.